Psalm 16 is my text with benefits. Psalm 16. I like to read the whole psalm. It's only 11 verses, but it's a really, I, I don't know how I came across it. I don't remember what I was doing that I came across uh, Psalm 16, but it's just a good, a good uh, psalm, and it talks about uh, the benefits we have of being Christians, and sometimes uh, we need to be reminded of that, especially uh, uh, when we look at the world and see they seem to be enjoying so much, and we sometimes can't, don't have the same, well, I wouldn't want it, to tell you the truth, but sometimes we get a little envious of them and, and the carefree life that we at least see them having in our, in our mind's eye. But anyway, I, I digress. Psalm 16.1 says, Keep me safe, O God. For I have come to you for refuge. I said to the Lord, you are my master. Every good thing I have comes from you. The godly people in the land are my true heroes. I take pleasure in them. Troubles multiply for those who chase after other gods. I will not take part in their sacrifices of blood or even speak the names of their gods. Lord, you alone are my inheritance, my cup of blessing. You guard all that is mine. The land you have given me is a pleasant land. What a wonderful inheritance. I will bless the Lord who guides me even at night and my heart instructs me. I know the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken for he is right beside me. No wonder my heart is glad and I rejoice. My body rests in safety for you will not leave my soul among the dead or allow your Holy One to rot in the grave. You will show me the way of life, granting me the joy of your presence and the pleasures of living with you forever. I don't know about you, but it's always frustrating to look for a job, especially because you get so many rejections. You send resumes here and there. and uh, Of course, the rejections are better than not getting anything back, but you know what I mean. You get a lot of rejections when you're looking for a job, and and uh, when you finally do get offered or maybe even I've never got offers, but when you finally get an offer, uh, you you look at it and and you look at more than just the salary if you're if you're if you're wise, uh, because there are certain benefits that come with all jobs. You know, we have insurance, you have health, you have eye, vision, dental, and all that other stuff, and you got to compare all those things uh, when you're taking a job or where it's at or who it's for, the experience you have as to whether you'll be able to do the job or not. All those things need to be considered, but. But benefits are something these days that we really do consider when we're considering a job. It wasn't so much uh, when I was younger because people didn't think too much about having dental insurance or vision insurance or or health insurance. This is kind of a new thing that we've come across simply because the price of health care has gone up so much. But anyway, uh, certain jobs come with benefits, and sometimes you can take a job with less lesser salary because it has better benefits. This passage of scripture, uh, we didn't take, we didn't become Christians necessarily because of the benefits. I, I get, well, maybe we did because, uh, you know, the fear of uh, being without the Lord is, and His benefits is something that I, I don't, I don't relish at all. So I don't even try to think about it. But, but anyway, this psalm gives us and lists benefits that we have as Christians. We have a lot of benefits. Uh, I remember witnessing years ago, back when I was in the service, and one guy said, well, I don't know that I want to go to heaven anyway, because 
they don't really do anything. But if I if I go the other place, at least we'll be able to party and have a little have fun. I thought, and I said, no, it's not. It doesn't work that way. Uh, he didn't believe me anyway. He never he never pursued that with me. So, but anyway. Uh, there's a lot of benefits, and, 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 and the thing, and there's more benefits than just what's given in this psalm, and there's more benefits than what I'll give tonight, but we need to recognize that, 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 that there are things that we have in life that, that, that we're blessed by. I know we know that, but we just need to be reminded of that every once in a while, because as I said earlier, we, we look around and we, we see the world, and we see seemingly joy that they have. And, and, and the things that they enjoy, and, and, and it doesn't seem like they go through hard times like we do, uh, but they do, but we just don't, we don't always see that. The devil wants us to, to be jealous of them and, and to worship at the altar that they worship at, and we recognize that's not the case at all, and we need to be reminded that we have benefits too. We have blessings too, even in this lifetime. And I, I'm, I'm going to look at a couple of them in this passage of Scripture. The first benefit that I see here. Is found in verses 1 and 2. He says, Keep me safe, O God, for I have come to you in, for refuge. I said to the Lord, You are my master. Every good thing I have comes from you. The idea here is, is that he is my God. That's the benefit. That, and really, we could stop right there, and, and, and that would be sufficient. Because to say, if we, if we talk about all the things that he, do, that he does or all the things that he gives us, none of that compares to who he is and the relationship that we have with him. There, there's, nothing that, there's nothing better than that. Uh, that. That defines everything to say that uh, one of the benefits we have is that he is my God. But to kind of to look at that a little bit, uh, he he's, comes across here and we see him uh, in light of the fact that he is like God, he is our master, but also he is our father. It's not so much stated as it may be implied in that he is a sovereign God of the universe. He is our Father and that He cares for us, that He has a relationship with us. He provides for us. He gives us the things we need, not always the things we want, but He does give us all that we need. I know you've heard that before, but He, he makes me a, a part of Him. He, maybe that's not what I want to say. He, he gives me a place uh, in, his, in His body, in His church, and, and, and that's a comfort. Uh, to recognize not only is he my God, but I have a place in his church. I'm a part of his, of his kingdom and he's working with me. He is my God. He, he oversees everything that happens to me and nothing that happens to me doesn't go by his approval first. Uh, he is the author and finisher of my faith. And so he orchestrates everything in my life down to the smallest detail so that my faith and my relationship with him will be increased. He truly is an awesome and wonderful God. And, and, and to talk about benefits, we could, like I said before, we could stop right there and say, this is it. This is good enough. This is as good as it gets. But there's a few other things that he mentions in there that I want to also bring out. Not only is he my God, but he's also my guard. In verse 5 and 6, it says, Lord, you alone are my inheritance, my cup of blessing. You guard all that is mine. The land you have given me is a pleasant land. What a wonderful inheritance. Here the idea is he, he protects me. Uh, he is there uh, to give me, as I've already said, purpose and a plan for my life. Uh, but he restores my soul. I, I like that passage of Scripture in Psalm 23 where it talks about the shepherd restores the soul of the sheep. 
The idea being there that sometimes the sheep, for whatever reason, when they lay down or something, their, their legs fall asleep and they're unable to get back up. Well, the Lord lifts us up and sets us on, on, on the right path and, and blesses us and keeps predators away from us. Uh, other than letting them do whatever he chooses, whatever he wants them to do in order to increase our relationship with him. But he protects me and mine. He keeps me. This is the one I I think I like uh, as far as this point goes. He is my guard is that he keeps me. He keeps my salvation. Nothing can take away my salvation. It, 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 it's not gonna, he's not gonna change his mind and say, no, you're no longer saved. He's not gonna, he's not gonna allow stuff to happen to us that, that, that overwhelms us to the point of, 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 of a lost salvation. He's not gonna do that. He's not gonna let any of that happen. And, and, and that makes him a great God. That makes him my guard. Uh, to think that God is guarding me should give me peace. Uh, you think about sometimes at night if you if you've ever been in some of these old homes and that creak and moan, if, especially if you're by yourself and you're trying to sleep alone, you're always waking up because you're wondering if someone if that was if was that someone or was that just the house creaking? Uh, but we have a guard that watches over us and protects us and keeps us from all that. We shouldn't have to worry when we lie down because he protects us and watches over us and 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 makes me a part of his family. I, 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 that's that's like being a part of his body. We are we are a family, uh, and we 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 love each other. And God gives us. Uh, that's one of the things He gives us is each other. Um, I remember when I was first got into the, back into church, and and I was a, I was away from home. It was when I was in the service, and and I, I missed my family. But when I started going to church, I started finding out something. I had a lot of parents. I had a lot of people that were my family, and that, and, and that made that, that it made that missing of my family back when I was younger uh, uh, something that wasn't so so bad because God gave me a lot of friends in the church and a lot of people to to help me. A lot of family. A third thing that He says here in verses seven through eight is He is my guide. Uh, I may have already said that, but he is my guide. Verses 7 and 8 said, I will bless the Lord who guides me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. I know the Lord is always with me. I will not be shaken, for he is right beside me. Uh, here, here for me, the idea is the presence of God is with me. I know we talked about that when we said he is my God, but these 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 benefits kind of overlap. But here the idea is, his presence is with me, and he, he is a friend. Yes, he's the Lord and master and the God of my life, but he also wants me to be his friend. He, he wants to help me. He wants to show me the way uh, that I need to go. He wants to make sure that my life is what he wants it to be, even though I sometimes uh, rub up against that or, or try to keep from doing that. He, he, he still works with me. He always works with me. Uh, he he is always with me, even in the dark times of my life, and and that's saying something because sometimes uh, we get to places where we don't deserve to have anybody around us. Uh, I know I do. I don't deserve to have anybody around us, but the Lord is still there. He still comforts. He still is present. He's still with us. He's still faithful, and that's another thing I like about the Lord. He is faithful. And when I think of faithfulness. I think of the fact that God never changes. He is immutable is a, is a theological term uh, used for that. He is immutable. He never changes. 
Uh, because if he was to change, he would either be perfect, become perfect, or not be perfect. And either way, uh, that makes him not God. And so he he never changes. His faithfulness is always the same. And I know we we hear about that over and over again, but it bears repeating because uh, he he's not going to say one thing one year and then 10 years down the road say something else. He's already got a plan for our whole life, and that's what he's working, and he's not going to change any of that. Uh, I know that prayer is involved in some of that and, and the Lord uh, doing things in our life, but, but he doesn't change. He's the same God that hung on the cross. He's the same God that rose from the grave. He's the same God that ascended into heaven. He's the same God that sent us his comforter, his Holy Spirit, to be with us while he was gone. What a, what, a, what a great God he is and what great benefits we have as Christians. So uh, what I'm saying is this, the next time that you get to feeling like the world has uh, everything and we have nothing because, you know, uh, it, it seems like things we can't do, not that I want to go out and don't misunderstand me, but sometimes we look at the world and we become jealous. Uh, not that I want any part of it because I know what it will eventually lead to, but it looks good. Uh, it, it looks good. Uh, but anyway, I, I need to recognize that there, there are some good things about being a Christian. Remember that the next time you feel down in the dumps, that they, there, there, are some, there are some great reasons to be a Christian. And, and I'll, I'll back up all the way to point one. The greatest reason is because he is my God. And, and it doesn't get any better than that. Let's pray. Lord, we do thank you so much for your blessings. We thank you, Lord, so much uh, for all that you do for us. We thank you, Lord, that you are our God. And we pray that you would continue uh, working in our lives and, and watching over and protecting us as we know you will because you never change. You'll always be the same. You'll always work with us. You'll always love us. You'll always care for us. You will always be our God, and we give you praise and glory for it all, for it's in Christ's name we ask and pray. Amen. Thank you, guys.